2: plushcare.com slash weight loss only more as Jeff Lust, a Jeff Hust Trevor Brickin and Billy Bones a am proud
3: of the West and New Northern we
4: celebrate our victories we stick together and defeat i proud of our history West and New
3: Northern Northern just a just a hello again and welcome to more than just a podcast podcast. I'm George I'm with John Hello John. Hello I'm with Sean hello Sean. Hello, George And I'm with Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, hello, hello Reese Jones scored a 91st minute winner on Saturday for Hampton and Richmond Borough against Truro City Is that true or false? It's uh,
2: true And it's on YouTube if you want to watch it how do, What would they search for? There's better videos than Search
3: that. for me on Twitter And I've tweeted the link today at some point I'll okay. retweet it after the uh, podcast or, or search
2: for Hampton and Truro Or free. Bear out Tree That's quite <laughs> good
4: <laughs> It's a trampoline,
2: George. are you not going to ask what episode it is today. Is it
3: not episode twenty six? Well done, George. Oh, You've thanks. been paying attention. Nice. I just knew that because the last podcast was actually called Quarter
2: of a Century. Excellent. Where's well, crack on? We've got a lot to get
3: through. <laughs> Reese was finally at Upton Park, weren't you, Reese? Yeah, unfortunately, you watched a crack.
4: <laughs> yeah. Although well, I did enjoy my train journey with John. That, that was the highlight of the day. Uh, we, we always have a laugh, Rhys.
5: We, we do. What,
2: Can you share anything? It uh, sits between me and What Leon. goes on tour stays on tour and all that. Yeah. Excellent.
5: And I've used my brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <they're lovely. laughs> we
3: have a laugh.
4: <laughs> uh, no one knows what we're talking about.
3: <laughs> so, Rhys, what was your uh, opinion of your what, Upton Park experience in terms of the football and the um, quality of the game? <laughs>
4: Uh, I thought West Ham were very predictable, I think, uh, just playing a long ball up to target man up top, which was uh, Maynard or Cole, was it Maynard that was, was not, Maynard, yeah, Maynard, yeah. and um, they, they just keep, basically, keep trying to play long to Maynard Everything, well. yeah, they're there, and then when the, the big man come on after the injury, they didn't learn the lesson, kept playing it up, and he kept just heading them away.
5: He's that the, the big man from Watford, the yeah. giant? Yeah. He was a massive
4: bloke. It was it like. predictable. Um, but I thought my man Henry, when he came on, changed the game with a few passes. A few defence splitting passes, but he wasn't his game, so you can't blame him for the I result. I want to know what
2: you thought of the transport links, how you found the in-house catering, what the condition of the toilets were like. At I, I didn't
4: have a wee or poo there, no. <laughs> um,
2: in-house catering?
4: Uh, had pizza outside. Okay. From uh, Transport the links? Was everything running? Yeah, it was, it was all right. Bar the man playing music really loudly in his car while we um, crossed the road. Excellent with place. a window down at nine o'clock at night. Nine Perfect. o'clock? About eleven o'clock, actually.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Ruth. That's fine. <laughs> what was your opinion of the game, Sean, from not attending?
2: Well, I had two good excuses, if you remember. I can't remember both of them
4: vasectomy.
2: well one was it was my <laughs> ah I know on one of them it was I'm going to ignore that. One of them my daughter was pe- was uh on the O2 wasn't she? she was doing a concert and the other one it was my wife's birthday. So anyway, I still managed to listen to both of them on the radio, Radio London.
5: So it wasn't it's, your wife's birthday on the Saturday, was it?
2: No, but we were going out for the weekend. I'd promised it, it was where, one of her Where did you go, presents. Sean? Huh? Where did you go? We went to a spa.
6: Oh, that's so nice. Anyway,
5: as as Andy Andy said, most people send their wives to a spa; they don't normally go with them. (laughs) Yeah, go shopping. Actually, it
2: sounded a lot more positive. I was listening to uh, London Radio or West Ham TV on the iPhone app, and it sounded a lot more positive than you guys are making out. So, I think we hit the post in the first few minutes on both games, and they were just saying we weren't taking our chances on both first halves they were saying you know we were up for this and 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 we just fell apart and you know in the end we were just knocking long balls but we hit the post in both games from memory and we had a lot of early chances but it sort of fizzled away i think you seemed to be, you were there but you know it's different listening on the radio um sometimes they can make it out I think, usually i think, I, think more we dying.
3: Were, I think we were okay i think we just don't take our chances, and then and then we fade away, and start then we start l- lumping it away, long. and we get punished. And well, I, do, I do start performing
5: oh. poorly. I do think the the plan is to lump it long. It is, there is a clear pattern of the diagonal ball to the big man up front, yeah. which is just now he's playing Cole all the time. Cole is uh, at but times is laughable again. Cole, Cole hit the post. <laughs> yeah, did not he awful.
2: again? Cole hit the post. If I'm if we're thinking of the Watford game. If I remember, in the first two minutes, he hit the post. That was Frostball.
4: Taylor, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, no, no. That was Matt Taylor.
5: No, that was Taylor. Yeah.
2: That, no, that was Taylor. I thought I thought Cole hit the post, but I might be wrong. Right. What, in the, know, the Watford uh, Vaz game? Vaz hit the post in, in the... It was Taylor. From Taylor, about yeah, 30 yards yeah, yeah, out. The bar, 30 Taylor five. hit the bar in
3: the Watford game. Yeah, and yeah, we right. had a goal disallowed. Vaz
5: Which Vaz Tay... And
2: Vaz Tay also hit the bar before he went off on, on the Doncaster well, game.
5: We did again. We sort of started off brightly... But i was saying the way we are playing it is just clearly, yeah. Long, I mean, it's a long ball. you'll win You'll win ugly.
2: Yeah, thing. four draws. But we are unbeaten in eight. Don't forget that. And we're still second. I was going to go into that later. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but now we're again,
3: still unbeaten in
5: eight. But you know, there are, there is there is a general feeling there now of people either nervousness or, or disappointment. of so many people saying negative stuff, shouting out. Well. And,
2: is, well, is, what's this about booing? I hope none of you boys booed. Oh, I but, hope none of us. But I'm, I'm hearing that there was some booing in the Trevor Brooking. lower. I think the
3: booing at the Watford game was uncalled for. The booing at the Doncaster game, not much so. It was Did you join in? Are you a booer? team. George, answer boo, the no. question. Are you a booer?
2: I didn't boo, no. Oh, good. J- John? No, I didn't boo. But You're not anyway. one to join in <laughs> the crowd, No, I'm, I'm not one, really? one. <laughs> You know, Reese, come on, you're being part in <laughs> the corner. I don't know. Yeah, God, on, go on too John, busy. Sorry,
5: I interrupted you. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, your sort of theory about where you can put up with this type of your football. Your crazy theory, Sean. Yeah, we put up with this, we do this, we suck it in <laughs> for a season because we're going to get up there yeah. anyway. We put up with this. But what's happening now is that they're producing this week in, week out. Yeah, well, At home, we look... Pretty shit yeah. to be honest. Well, right, right. And two we're not winning. On this. Either Either we're we, not winning. We
2: peak too early. People right. are getting
5: frustrated. To so people are you can't I peak too and early. We
2: peak too early, and with typical West Ham them up, knock us down. We, we know that's all too been, early. We haven't produced at home. All well, season. we've been second or top for yeah, which most is a, which of the last ten games.
5: You have got to give him credit for. And
2: absolutely, yeah, and and you know, Reading are coming good. They have a wobble. I mean, we're going to go through the predictions later. But here's the big question. I've asked it before. Are we, are you, John, putting too much pressure on the players by standing there, folding your arms and expecting too much? And when you're not there (laughs) on the away games, then they perform. Is the point when you go, they expect too much?
5: Why is why would it be by me standing there and my arms
2: folded? I think you intimidate them. Do you think so? Yeah, I I, do. But no, in general, a a slightly serious point, are we putting too much pressure on the boys?
3: I don't think so. I don't think so, no. I think they need to get over it. They're professional footballers. What really difference is it going to make to them if they get promoted or not?
2: All right, so what difference is it playing home and away? Is it that we're not expected to win, so we have the freedom? Why do we set up at home, lumping the ball long and scared of what the crowd will do?
4: I think a lot of teams park the bus, but I think there's only one option that West Ham have, which is playing it forward.
2: I mean, if you look at Crystal Palace, no. they es- once, yeah.
4: once that, that theory is stopped.
2: But if you ever look at it, they all had a good plan, didn't so- they? That, you know, Crystal Palace had a good plan. Watford had a good plan. Mm-hmm. And look, look at um, <laughs> look at Doncaster. They had the person we turned down, El Hadjiouf. He changed the game, didn't he? Of course, was, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, I think Elhage I think Diouf was the best player on the pitch. And I think that someone tweeted me saying, no, I saw a tweet saying someone, I'm so glad we didn't sign Diouf in the summer. And I said, well, we would have won that game on Saturday. Yeah,
2: well, did you see what he said today on Sky Sports? He basically said, you know, the booing I received on Saturday just spurred me on even more. And West Ham made a big mistake not signing me. He's come out and said that on Sky Sports today.
4: It's only one game, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that sneeze. That Sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just... out afterwards. It post production. I have written three questions for these two games. Who was the worst players in
2: these games? How many are you looking for?
3: Just the
2: worst performers. Doesn't matter how many. Well, I think Cole, Cole has got to be up there, isn't he?
5: Mm. Massively. You you were laughing at him. Oh, it was, it was really
2: embarrassing. Sad.
4: The thing is, though, what's annoying is he'll do something completely brilliant, like bring it down from nowhere, and then he'll fall over trying to pass it. Simple.
2: Um, you got to put Collison in there as well.
4: Collison
3: was shocking, but he didn't play both games. Did no, he? no, no.
4: What's going wrong?
2: I think
3: we just talked over that, didn't we? Yeah, long long board, after you we're. There's no too long plan B. B. This is yeah. the we're not one. finishing.
2: We're not finishing, are we?
4: This is the one. <laughs> How do we solve these problems? By having working on another option
5: playing playing a different system yeah
2: I, I agree for <laughs> once we're in agreement we're in agreement we've mm. got to stop playing the long lump it long ball and start playing and get
4: Bulldog ball. on the pitch oh, even I if it is know. just for a I run uh, Bulldog has a chance
2: <laughs> I know hang <laughs> on let's just ask one thing what was it with uh, who was being played way out of position on Saturday? Bulldog no no someone we else had Tay- McCartney. George, George McCartney what was he doing he was playing on the right He right was, He was defense. a right back. He's a left back, is he not? And right? it made me
3: laugh when he took off Nolan and brought on Danny Collins. Yeah, what was that about?
2: So, tactics. What was he doing? Well, taking off a midfielder and putting him an, on he'd, a he'd, well,
5: he'd done he that moved, to move moved, Taylor, he moved on, didn't he? he moved that to he put Taylor down in left back and he and he moved Bullock into the middle, didn't he? It no, no, he, seemed
3: a bit he, bizarre. He had, he had Taylor at left back. He brought Collins on for Nolan. He put Collins in left back and let Taylor push on where Nolan was. Yeah, all right.
2: So his, his my... But to answer your question... I would
3: have taken Nolan off, put Morrison or Maynard on, and put Taylor up as well, and just play free at the back for the last 10 minutes. Mm. That's what I'd have done on Football Manager. Just want to say
2: that. So to answer your <laughs> we'll question, question, how we solve these problems, play people in the position they're really good at, and stop lumping the ball Or long. save the Simple game so. before
4: you play it, and then quit and do it again. <laughs>
5: that's yeah. an option yeah well, we, should have, um, we could have been 3-0 up in the f- we, 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 mm. we could finish yeah
2: mm. I was listening to Julian Dix was doing the commentary on um, Radio London and he was saying you know it had gone about four minutes he goes oh this could be 4-0 5-0 I can't see Don Costa coming back from this yeah. you know this is going to we be an embarrassing and, and we all re- I was tweeting it out and really really up for it and, and suddenly we just we didn't take our chances and we second half they took the initiative
5: second mm. half they were 10 times better than
3: us. So, I've done a bit of research and found the form table of the championship in the last six games because Sean How on mentioned on earth did you earlier. Do
2: that? <laughs> that must have been a lot of research. Isn't it just on the table? No. Oh, alright. Try, okay. and,
3: try and find me. Try and show me where. Oh, no,
2: it's alright. We won't have an argument.
3: <laughs> Go on. Do it now. Oh, Sean. Sit
2: there. Put your light back on. Yeah. On. Yeah, put my light back on. So Sorry, yeah. George.
3: Well, I searched <laughs> it on Google and found it. And, er. Uh, <laughs> we're unbeaten (laughs) in eight games but we're sixth in the form table with Reading top they've played six and won six but I think that's actually eight isn't it
4: this is just based on
3: the last last six six,
2: but they've won eight but they've got a wobble soon haven't they Mm. they're playing Doncaster tomorrow you know are they I
4: don't think they will Reading to be honest
2: they've got their extra game the game that they need to play they're playing tomorrow Doncaster so you know if uh, they draw or win we're no longer automatic promotion, which I I reckon we're gonna end up in the playoffs.
3: Well, this moves well, us move, yeah. nicely to Sean's part. Um, he emailed me earlier and said, "Can I have a section called the Big Run in on the running order?" You
2: didn't like that name. What, what name? I don't do you mind that name. Well, that's
3: fine, if you want to call it that. The Big Running. The, the Big Running sounds like a diarrhoea ad.
2: So just and to frame it. Um, This sounds a bit... We have 11 games remaining. That's Uh, not a very
4: good name.
2: Southampton have 10 games remaining. And Reading have uh, 11 games remaining. Now, we're assuming it's a free horse race with Middlesbrough uh, losing at the weekend and now quite a bit away. And mathematically, obviously, they can still do it. But should we agree for the purpose of this it's a free horse race? No. Agreed. Yes, Sean. Right. So, um...
3: No, I think you should have done a bit more research, actually. That must have been really hard to find, that
1: bit.
2: <laughs> so, on mine, uh, I've got, uh, and please correct me if if I'm wrong and you can do your own one, that we actually, in the next two games, Leeds and, and Middlesbrough, we draw two more times. Then we have a run of three wins against Burnley, um, Mid- um, Posh, and we win against Reading at home. And then... Uh, Old Barnsley as well. That's a fourth win. Old we... Barnsley,
3: as you called them here.
2: Yeah. And then we lose to Birmingham at home. Then we have two wins against Brighton and Bristol. A draw against Leicester. And we win the last game against Hull. And we get 90 points. And we go in second place. Automatic promotion. On We lose out on goal difference. Um, Southampton. I think they lose. They beat um, Reading. Um, Where did they... you get
3: the time to do this, Sean?
2: Well, I did this some time ago, if you remember, when I sent, it, I did it one weekend. I sent it to you, and I've just updated it with all the ones i got wrong. But they play Millwall... They haven't been
4: played yet, so how are they wrong?
2: Southampton, because you know, I did it a few weeks ago, and I've taken the ones off that had already played. Millwall, ah. They play Millwall, Hull, Doncaster, Blackpool, Portsmouth, Crystal Palace, Reading, Peterborough, Middlesbrough, Coventry. I've got them down for one loss against Middlesbrough, and some draws against Blackpool, Portsmouth, and Palace... And finally, Reading. They're playing Doncaster tomorrow. I think they will win that. Um, They're playing Barnsley. Uh, I think they'll win that. And Peterborough, I think they'll win that. So I think they'll win three more times. Then a draw against Blackpool. A loss against West Ham. A draw against Leeds. A draw against Brighton. A loss against Southampton. Forest is a win for them and Palace. And the last game of the season, I believe they will lose, which means they will get 85 points and come third.
4: Sure. is that just wishful thinking it's just a load of bollocks right? Yeah. yeah I, I <laughs> well, <laughs> so they're what, never
3: going to get them five you, minutes how back how many points they? do you think
2: we get you got, can't
3: you
4: can't. I'm, I'm going to stop this here
3: and say to us all yeah. John it's your turn this week to look into the run-ins and predict points this you don't week. have to do result by result just your homework for the next week's podcast
5: oh ok well,
3: we've, we've got a to few decide later when how we many do twitter uh,
2: question Uh, we've got a few people uh, a couple of people have predicted there which ones we're going to lose against or draw against so we'll cover them later as well but yes John it's just
5: just pretty clear to me that Reading are winning 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 you've got them them down why will they wobble there's only 10 games or 11 games left
2: 11 for them Yeah, they've
5: had their wobble early on in the season
2: they've won 8 games you think they're going to win the next 11 games is that what you're saying
5: yeah it wouldn't surprise
2: me they're going to win 19 games
5: I don't believe it.
2: I just don't believe it. Okay. And I think it will be a big game. West Ham. They've got to play both West Ham and um, Southampton. And that's the biggest game for us.
3: You do sound like Sam Delaney. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's your homework for next week. Okay. You need to come back here on Monday (laughs) with points tally. I don't know why you're laughing. You're the week after. No, it gets tally. easier
2: as the weeks go on. You're going to do it on the last weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course I am. I'm not stupid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I look yeah, to yeah, yeah, So, Sean has spoken to someone who is a famous West Ham fan. Sean, mm-hmm. do you want to give him a bit of an introduction?
2: Yeah, well, uh, he's on Twitter. Uh, he's a legend when it comes down to uh, on track and field. He was a hurdler. Sally Gunner? Oh. No, it's Chris Akabusi. And um, I caught up with him early. Uh, I was planning to do a 15 what, while he was racing? Right, with him. But if anyone ever has met Chris, you'll know that, that he has a lot to say about things. And, and yeah, great. We've, we, he, <laughs> uh, we've got half an hour and we're going to do 15 minutes this week. Uh, 15 minutes this week. And I think uh, uh, next week, rather, when I'm away. And I think it would be a good listen.
0: And we welcome to more than just a podcast, he needs little introduction, it's a West Ham fan and Olympic athlete, Chris Akabusi, MBE. Welcome, hey, Chris. Hey, John.
6: how are you, buddy?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Uh, as a, little, a few results from West Ham that are not too good at the moment. We seem to be doing our normal, muck it up at the end, but we're, we'll talk about that later. Doing a little research on Wikipedia, which is always a dangerous thing, it says you won four gold medals in World and European Championships in your time, a silver medal in the 1984 Olympics, and two bronzes in the 1992 Olympics. Not bad, Chris.
6: It was a, a lovely little tally. Um, uh, I was one of those very fortunate athletes. I did have a successful end to, to my career. A lot of athletes train so, so hard, um, but either you know, there's a lack of talent or there's um, an an inability to compete on the day or what often happens there's just somebody who strides across the event like a colossus and 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 they don't make the medals in so you know i'm very grateful for my athletic career had a great time in the british relay team had a uh, successful time as a hurdler as well as i can look back with pride at my time uh, representing the country
0: Excellent, and yeah, we, you're, you're fondly remembered, and let's hope we do really well in in the London Olympics. I'm sure you'll have some part to play in it this year as well, with commentating or, or getting involved somehow.
6: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to. I've I've um, I've got a, a slot with the BBC Radio Five Live. I'm looking forward to that, and I'm actually going to be in the stadium to watch um, a young guy called Di Green. He's um, the current. Um, world champion for the and metre hurdles and um, he's only 600th second outside my British record so I've been a British record holder for the last 22 years but I don't think it's going to last more than <laughs> twenty two two weeks now <laughs> it's, it's going to go down
0: uh, anyway not to dismiss your whole career let's talk about West Ham uh, good, I know you're a big West Ham fan So, um, uh, again, doing my research, um, I understand you're born in West London, so maybe you should have been QPR, and you grew up in Enfield, so you should have been Spurs or... Stop swearing, stop
6: swearing, so stop swearing!
0: So so how how on earth did you, growing up in Enfield and living in West London, how on earth did you end up supporting West Ham?
6: Well, I mean, that's, that's a very good point. I mean, of course, in, in Enfield, um, there were two teams in Enfield. Most people were Dirty Spurs. Uh, the others were Boring Arsenal. Um, but when I was um, I was 11, and I, I went on holiday. Went to Clacton, and I met a guy there. He's he's a, uh, called Terry Fag, and I, I remember it to, uh, as if it was yesterday. Um, Bonded into his uh, caravan, having some fun, and, and he, his his caravan was wall-to-wall, clara and blue. Absolutely plastered everywhere. And in the centre was the uh, picture of the team of that year. And um, I saw, you know, of course there's bully Bonds and Brookie, etc. But, but I saw Clyde Best and Eddie Coca. And up until that date, there were very, very few uh, black guys competing in, this, in what was then the First Division. And so straight away, you know, I, I, that week, talking that to my heart, and Terry just didn't stop talking about West Ham. Of course, I remember when we won the World Cup in that 1966, so that was still fresh in my memory. And so it was a no-brainer. And so I went back to, um, off my summer holidays, back to school, and I was cloud and blue through and through.
0: Yeah, well, you, did you support a team before that, before then?
6: Uh, the same I fancied the Liverpool because <laughs> Liverpool were sort of like man-new of their day. I mean, they, they were heads and shoulders above the best. They were all in all the European nights. And so, you know, like any young kid, do a bit of glory hunting. But, but at that time, I wasn't really dedicated to Liverpool. It was just a um a school I'd look out for on a Monday so I could talk in school with the rest of the boys about football. Yeah. But actually so you've, been I, West,
0: I, you've been a West Ham fan since so we've, yeah, we've been really supported
6: then. West Ham. I mean, I mean I've only yeah. ever been to West Ham on a regular basis. I've had season ticket hold, I was season ticket holder in my early days um uh, and then came back again in two thousand.
0: Yeah, so also I read, and I don't know if it's true, that you had a trial with Late nine and uh, Yeah
6: yeah that was fantastic and uh, again back in the day that you that, that you played quarters you know uh, you and we'd, we came up there was a whole bunch of kids coming up to late norway and alan ball alan ball was part and parcel of the um the, the the um deciding posse and i remember back then i was playing i was playing left back I was very quickly left back, but I, I kept leaving the back space as well. So um, I, I, I managed to stay on for for three quarters. I actually scored a goal in one of the quarters. I had a great little engine, but um, by the third, I quarter, bet you were very
0: fast down the wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
6: but um, but at the end, you know, when they when they called all the boys together, it was quite clear that I wasn't in, in Alan Ball's plans, and um, yeah. so that was it. And I, you know, I mean. I now realize, you know, that I, I think I could have been a, a real good footballer. But I-
5: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns.
3: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
6: I just was a little bit immature at that time.
0: Excellent. Well, I, you know, Lake Norton's loss is, is the Olympics game. for. Thank you. for you know, <laughs> GB. Anyway, uh, moving on. So do you remember your first match at Upton Park? Do you know, when that was and what, who it was against?
6: Oh, you know what? And I was really young. I tell you what. I tell you a real confession. What used to happen is, we used to come to the games. Um, so we'd get we'd get there at the start, and everyone's crowded in. But if you waited for twenty minutes, the guys who the turnstiles would would leave the turnstiles, and you could climb over the wall into the north bank. So I remember climbing into the wall loads of times. And, you know, I saw Liverpool play there. I remember seeing Kevin Keegan play, play down there. And and, and again, back then, you were right on top of the pitch. I mean, everyone knows the chicken run was right on top of the pitch. But even on the North Bank, you could almost touch the opposing goalkeeper. So, you know, I mean, I saw loads of phenomenal goals. I saw a couple of European games that down there as well. Um, but, I, you know, I can't remember. I, I remember the first game I actually—I'm saw, I'm going to swear now. The first game I ever saw was Spurs versus Itzwich, um, because um, in the I was in, I was in the children's home, and um, the uncles had a, had a, a, sort of like a few tickets, and they took a load of the kids down to see Spurs versus Ipswich. So that was my very first um, game that I saw. I can't remember the first game I saw at West Ham. I saw loads of. Them. What was the one you remember? What 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 games? I, 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 I remember. I remember.
0: Um. um
6: I remember. Um. George Best. I remember George Best come down. He, he, he George Best beat us something like three one. he um on, he went on three amazing uh, um, runs and and scored three brilliant goals. So I remember that. I remember that one. Um, I, I mean, uh, there was a big European night that I remember uh, that must have been about seventy two, seventy three. A big European night. I remember. Um, but it's really. I mean, I was, only, I was only a kid, and you know, yeah, no, I awesome. can't really remember something else. <laughs> Yeah, all blood, you know, I can't remember, they just blurred into one after the other. All I remember, I just remember feeling at home, although, I mean, you know, it was a bit tough back back in the day, um, you know, they talk about kick racing in the of sports, um, and, you know, I, I know it's a serious issue, um, but it was nothing
1: compared
6: to what we used to get back in the day. I mean, we had, I would say, West Ham, we had two black players on our pitch. But there was very few black players in the crowd, and so yeah. you know I used to get some abuse from my own f- <laughs> from my own fans. And those days are gone. I mean, it's, it's, you know, football is so much better today. I mean, you can yeah, take no. kids. you can right. take your family, and of course, you know, there are still things that go on that we don't like. But honestly, it's a completely different different place to what it was when I was growing up.
0: Well, that's a good link to move to modern days. I, I read in The Sun at the beginning of this year, so it must be true, that your New Year's resolution was to go to more West Ham games. So are oh, you keeping up your promise, and how, how many games do you get to?
6: Well, I mean, I'm a season ticket holder, so I'll go to all the home games, and I'll go to, uh, I'll go to a few away games. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I said that. the, the year I te- The year we went down, I think it was 2003, I went to so many away games. Uh, yeah. Because you know we, we were down, um, and I wanted to go to you know, places like Stoke and all that sort of stuff, and, um, I, and I had a couple of friends. We went everywhere. We went up to, went up all over the place, uh, away, and it was it's really lovely when you go away, because there's a small little crowd. I must say small crowd, and you know, it's sort of like depends on the size of the of the um, opponents. You're know, two know half thousand of you, and it's a real family atmosphere, and you and you know you see the same faces and. It's just great, and when you when you're in the championship, um or it was the fizzy pop league then, it was the Coca Cola league then, um, you know, you know, West Ham, you have got as much chances of winning as you have of getting a draw. Whereas when we're in the Premiership, you know, like, oh, you know we went up to Blackburn, sort get smashed seven one. Went to Charlton, sort of get smashed four two. Went to Reading, sort of get smashed six zero. You know, when you're in the Premiership, you're getting smashed left, right, and centre. But when you, in the, in, in the physical pop league, or, you know, the, um, what's it now, the um, nationwide, isn't it? the nationwide now, um, you know, you when you're a West Ham fan, we're a big fish, and you go away, yeah. and you yeah, got, got here. yeah, everyone's a big here but you know, you've seen great football, and, and you know what, you, they're also, uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, oh, what fun, it's to see West Ham went away, and it's absolutely true, it's just absolutely, it is just brilliant when you were away, yeah. small little enclave. You're in their manner, and West Ham have won 3-0, whatever it is. It's just, you're on a high all weekend. It's just fantastic. So, but this year, yeah. unfortunately, no, I've not I've not been to as many games this year away as I did in 2003 when we went down or the other one, the other year. Yeah, well, so, I've, I've been
0: uh, to three away games. I went to Southampton, which we, they got the, their uh, record, stadium record, and we sang. You're only here for the West Ham. Went to Portsmouth away and that was brilliant, and 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 Reading away. Uh, of course, Reading and, and Southampton. Once we lost, uh, yeah. we won pretty much all the the rest. But I do agree with you. I don't usually go away. I only usually go at home. But you know, yeah, I went to, I went to, the I went
6: to Southampton that. game. I went to the Southampton yeah. game, and and yeah. um, I, oh, in the first half, but in the second half, they came out a different team. We we were battered in the second half, and we, we lost that one easily. I uh, see. So I went to the Coventry game as well, and. I tell you what, mate, we were lucky at Coventry. I tell you what, that, that 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 first hour, they come out at us, and oh, I think I don't know if it was Redmond. They had a Redman, that little kid. He tormented us, and lucky uh, okay, the last third, our quality came through, and you can see we were really They just ran their socks off, and they were just, in, they, they were chin-strapped. But I tell you what, that first hour, they, oh, I tell you, oh, mate, we, we, well, we could, I tell you, could watch. So we got away with that one against Coventry. Um, Southampton, I mean, we took
0: 6,500, Southampton, Southampton. didn't we, for, for Coventry? Yeah, it was massive. It was, it was Mass- great.
6: Massive support there, massive support. I've been to a few. I'm trying to think. We've been. I've been to a few away, but only a handful, to be fair. But I've been to all the home games. And it's the home games where we seem to be having a real problem.
0: Yeah, moving on to the next generation of Akebisi... Uh, your daughters, I believe, uh, do they get any choice of what team they support? Do they come along <laughs>
6: to you as any of the <laughs> Yeah, they have a And I've got a little boy as well. I've little got a boy, little boy, he's boy, four. Well. Yeah, I've got a little boy, he's four. He's he's West Ham. My I've got my I mean my youngest daughter, my middle daughter now, she's twenty-four. She's actually so much West Ham. She's actually moved. She now lives in Bow. She's moved. nice They should right next door to the ground. So she's down at Bow. Yeah, my children they haven't got a choice. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The old man's passionate about West Ham, you know. And I see yeah. they stay, they try the every now and again they try the old Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Man United. Forget that kid. Forget that. We're West Ham. We're clever. Does your boy
0: come with you then? Does he? Does oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I tell you what. Um, last year, last year we were when we was after the Premiership, and the very first, very first game we played was Aston Villa away. Went up there with my little boy. We got bad. And uh, quick, I'll be the West Ham fan. Fantastic. The West Ham looked at me and said, Akaboshi, mate. Get you done for child abuse. <laughs> my little boy was up there, three, watching West Ham getting bad. The boys said that's child abuse, yeah. but it was fantastic. Now you know. Well, I've I'm got a boy to... of,
0: of five. He hasn't gone yet. I'm, I've taken my daughter, who, who's uh, eight now, and uh, hmm. she wasn't too interested. She was more interested in the sweets. You know, sweets in the Green Street. Yeah, pounds yeah. like, yeah. Anywhere you like. She was more, she said, I said, what's the best thing of going to West Ham? And she said, sweet. So uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I need to work on her and I'm waiting for the right time to take my son. Anyway, yeah. uh, I know earlier this year you were the warm-up man and motivated. I know you're a motivational speaker now and you were brought on, on the pitch, you know, to replace, well not replace Jeremy Nicholas. How, what, was, <laughs> what experience was that like?
6: Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, no, not replacing mean, you know we could play Jeremy, but to augment what he was doing, never now and again the West Ham like to bring somebody out who is a um, recognisable supporter. Uh, it was my turn, and it was fantastic. I mean, it's, it's just great to be down there. I remember um, it must have been oh, Pardew was Pardy was West Ham manager uh, yeah. again about four or five years ago, and I came down I had to do something similar, and then and then and then and then the payoff was my daughter who now lives down in East London, my daughter and I were able to go into the locker room and meet the players. And we were excited. She was excited. She was a little girl there. You saw the players there. Real you know, real was there and all that stuff. Brilliant. Marlon Haywood, great. And then and then we're about to leave and then Parkie said to me, Eggabusie, hey, is that all you got, mate? I thought you had more in your locker. He wanted to be giving the team talk before they came <laughs> out. It was rest meal." <laughs> he said, I thought you had more in your locker, son. I said, mate, I'm not giving you team talk. Good luck to you. But yeah, this this time around, it was really great. I went down there, did bits and bobs, and I had the opportunity to read out the team sheet. Oh, what yeah, a play! I've seen that on
0: YouTube,
6: day. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely fantastic, mate. And, you know, to be fair, the West Ham fans, I mean, they, they were, I mean, I'm on Twitter, they were just telling me, I said that was fantastic, come on again, when you're going to do the?" and I went, number one, and in goal, England's number one, Robert Green, and I picked up all the players, it was just brilliant. I think it was against Knox Forest, and we knew he lost to them, actually.
3: <laughs> so that was the ever enthusiastic Chris Akabusi.
2: Tune in next week for part two of the Chris Akabusi interview.
3: So, what's next on the running order, Sean? Are we doing a clunge?
2: Um, Is she I think here yet? Foxy Clunge has just rung the doorbell yeah. of the studio, and she's coming as we speak. <laughs> Hello again. Thanks for
1: having me back. Um, there, I can confirm there are no truth in the rumours of West Ham putting in to get up to 37% next year if we go up. It's most likely the prices will be frozen. Uh, the Wigan keeper Al Habzi is on the West Ham United hit list if we can go down, along with Victor Moses. Uh, has got a scan, or had a scan today, at Holly House. Um, he's probably expected to be out for about three weeks with a hamstring pull. Um, Ravel Morrison could be one of his potential replacements for the games coming up. Uh, Stephen Henderson he is a new West Ham keeper. He was rated by the Portsmouth fans as their player of the season. He's a solid signing with Green likely to be leaving in the summer as he still hasn't signed his contract. Um, it's a £400,000 loan fee with a 1.2 million permanent deal in the summer. Um, Steck and Boffin are likely to be gone in the summer. There are 9,600 tickets left for Middlesbrough at home. West Ham are still after Mervan Celic from Rangers and Pierce from Pompey, or ex-Rangers. They're also talking to Wild's agent. He is an ex-Rangers wide boy as well. Uh, Morrison was on the bench for the first time on Saturday, I did predict that. Uh, We do expect Pompey to last until the summer and fulfil all their fixtures. Um, We are speaking to Trevor Birch about player deals. And we are desperate to take advantage of Rangers and Pompey's situation as pretty much the entire squads are now available. Uh, thank you. I will see you next week.
3: Thank you, Mrs. Clunch, again. Mm.
4: Lovely new hair.
3: Always insightful. Mm. What time is it now? It's time for. <laughs> David Gold question time. time time and this is the point of the podcast where we go over David Gold's tweets from the past week and reenact
2: them for you <laughs> what are you laughing at? why is John laughing already I the last one i don't you see you you <laughs> want to have the last see <gasps> John you should not be going um, ahead of yourself and reading it cuz we want that uh, come on okay
3: okay um this should start with Sean. You start,
2: David. As you've seen, it is now a three-horse race for automatic promotion. How confident are you we can third or second place?
5: We got the strongest squad, the most experienced manager, and the best <laughs> fans. Ruth.
4: What do you make of the recent two home draws?
5: The last three home draws have been very disappointing for everyone connected with the club. They feel like defeats, but they're not, DG.
3: Did Parksworth receive an 800k advance from the football Leg yesterday?
5: I'm just waiting for this to be confirmed, DG.
2: Hello, David. Um, they spoke out about fans being negative during the week. Isn't it time the players gave us a reason to be positive? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the players and the manager believe that being second in the table is a good reason for us all to feel positive.
4: Ah, David God, whoa, any news on the
5: Portsmouth situation? I am now confident that they will now complete their fixtures.
3: What is the latest? With Winston Reed.
5: I hope not, but Winston Reed could be out for the rest of the season. DG.
2: Oi, mate, I am bitter and still annoyed that David Gold did not sack that useless git before the season. He took us down. is
6: useless! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: Get over it, move on, everyone's the past, Sam's the future, the future is bright, DG.
4: Yeah, ka Hey, Mr Chairman, do the full season ticket holders lose out because of the deals you've done through season? Question mark.
5: Season ticket holders are better off than buying week by week and choose and guarantee seats plus store discounts and other benefits, DG. Is it
3: viable to increase capacity? To 48,000 and stay at home. Will 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 you have the decency to reply,
5: Paul? It's not financially viable to increase absent park to 48k. Plus, the police, the council, highways, health and safety are all against it. DG.
3: And this are the these are the tweets. for selection from Coxy25. Coxie,
2: Coxie Coxie Coxie
5: David Gold WHU never fear. My offer of chatting to the team about goal scoring and the best way to confuse tortoises using almonds is still valid. <laughs> David Gold WHU, when we when will you join me at Christopher's flat for an evening of wine tasting and sellotaping almonds <laughs> to hamster? <laughs> to... <laughs> uh, this is my burn. favourite one. David Gold WHU, ignore the booze. After all, did the masses not question Jesus after he played Moses in a holding <laughs> role for Bethlehem Rovers? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, keep coming. Coxie. <laughs> keep taking the tablets. Did oh, he actually gee. say
2: that? No, I just made that up. You can't do that. No, but otherwise... Well, you made up the, the bottom stuff. one. He had said both those things in the party. That He's... was...
3: <laughs> David Gold Question Time Time. So that was David Gold Question Time and now it's our Twitter Question Time we asked you, the listeners (laughs) to tell us what your prediction, like Sean Hmm. was for the run-in of the game. Sean, do you want to start?
2: Yeah, we've got one from our regular Jesse1965 who just says, Reading's run must end soon, it's the law of averages, not according to job they're going to win 19 games (laughs) You, you're going to do the Kildare Hammers?
3: I can do. Kildare Hammers says, we've been overcautious and came up with Reading 89, Saints 90, and the Hammers 91. Gives us a margin for error. So he's obviously done that.
2: Yeah. My W-H-U-X-E. Uh, their points. Yeah. It says, my prediction for points. the next... Points. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. My prediction for the next 11 games is more... Allardyce, boring football. More blaming the home fans. <laughs> Spelt double O. Yeah, that was very good. Typo. I am Dan, Dan James. I like
5: I like that comment.
2: Yeah, I am Dan James says with big, club, uh, big clubs <laughs> dropping to in the administration left, right, and centre. I'm thankful what David Gold and Mr. David Sullivan have done. And he's predicted win, 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 win. win. Eleven wins, first place as champions. But it's West Ham United. I really fear that we'll be in the playoffs, which is probably more realistic.
3: Fadge uh, seventy six <laughs> says, "Just out of interest, were your predictions for the last four home games? Draw, 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 draw."
2: Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I had them down as wins,
3: so I don't think we can S- count Sean. Yes, well, we'll see
2: that. at the end. Uh, S J Smallman says, "Depends what games." G. Are, uh, sorry, S G Smallman says, "Depends what games are at home." Yeah. And those, with away points, will get three points uh, away win to Leeds this weekend.
5: Yeah, see, I, I, that, I honestly believe that could be a good win for us. Yeah. Big uh, big team. Mm. And, started, and
2: they got their and, first win, didn't they? The, yeah. the, the other one's interesting. Who's this? Cy uh, here, Amers, says, We will lose against um, Leeds this weekend but everything will be a win apart from two draws. So, um, and and Real Talk Mike has got us down for three losses. I don't even want to know what those three losses are, but it, it, that, that looks pretty dire as well.
3: Um, one Bobby Moore has asked us a question. He says, hi, gents, I'm back. Do you think <laughs> West Ham have gone through the season without hitting top gear? There's no real form.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, I think away... Form, but I think that's due to the fact of uh, how how uh, Allardyce sets out his team. I think away from home, West Ham can beat anyone. I think at home, you'll need another Plan B. But for the most majority of the season, you haven't needed any other Plan B. Yeah. And now teams are cottoning on to what West Ham can do. I really fear if you don't find out another formation or something, could cost the automatic spot.
2: But well. I, I- yeah, you know. Yeah. Our plan B from Rose 11 am I? is we well, need... Is. We, yes. Our plan you B from 11 is we really need to rely yeah. on Southampton dropping more points than us, and I can't see it. But they say, I still think we're finished second on 85 points.
5: Well, I mean, going back to what one boy more said, that's exactly true, because we, we actually suspected after those three games we went down to 10 men and still got those points that we were starting to hit form. And it, they didn't kick on then. They have twice had the opportunity against Palace and Watford. And they've not done it. So, yeah, I think we're going to
2: struggle. Um,
3: Matt Wilkinson just says, I'm looking forward to more than just a podcast Monday.
2: Uh, my MyWHUFC <laughs> says, Strikers can't finish a sentence at the moment. Doesn't bode well for finishing the league. And another one from I am Dan James, who says, I'm a West Ham fan. I'm always optimistic. My head says top two. My heart says scrapping playoffs. And, when and my belt says,
4: yeah, <laughs> I did I eat that, Curry?" And uh, oh, I'm sure we've
3: got a
5: well your Moore, own, you <laughs> world well your own,
3: One Bobby Moore continues his form comment and says, Everyone else has had a period of smashing all before them. <laughs> but we have fudged our way through. If we can just get some kind of run together, we can finish. Top, it's a big if,
5: though. Yeah, we we could do with hitting form soon, but there's no sign uh, of it. Unfortunately, Beginson
3: Beginson says, "What would you rather be attacked by?" This is a question from Radio One. What would you rather be attacked by, boy? A hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? One
4: horse-sized duck, just for the. Sight of seeing a duck that big—it
3: would be pretty scary. A hundred duck-sized horses it's coming after you.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think we've done them all now. I mean, apologies if we've missed um, anyone's question because there were a lot of them tonight. But uh, yeah, should we move on to predictions and then I will. Uh... Yes,
3: predictions. John leads away. Score three-one. John one 0 i'm gonna go with a one one i'm gonna go tour reese no sean sorry you want to say something
2: well only that i'm off um again um i'm going on my world tour part two so next monday i'll be in singapore so hopefully i'm going to be getting up at five o'clock in the morning joining you from skype as i did in korea now the problem is the week afterwards i'm in australia I'm on my way between Melbourne and uh, Brisbane, so I'm hoping to get on live there. And the following week, I'm on a holiday with my family in Norfolk, and if I can get a internet signal, who knows, I'll How join embarrassing. you from Norfolk. And then I'm back in about four weeks' time. So have fun, guys, in the UK, and I hope to talk to you from my exotic locations, especially Norfolk.
3: We look forward to it. It was cool when you were in South Korea when we were doing that. I like that.
2: Cool. Well, uh, anyway, I, Norfolk will probably be the difficult one. <laughs> Singapore and Australia would be fine.
3: Anyway, thank you <coughs> again for listening to more than just a podcast. Podcasts. I've been George. Podcast. I'm with John. who's saying bye. Goodbye. I'm with Reese saying goodbye. Goodbye. And with Sean saying goodbye. Au revoir. See you later.
1: More. more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast.